0: Yeah, nice.
1: It's so high in here that you they swear you was drunk but it was nothing but the Holy Spirit of God and I'm feeling kind of crazy right now cause he's just that good sister Baloo. well he makes you feel a little woozy Woo! hallelujah but praise his holy name amen praise God And first of all, to my friend and my brother, who we meet together in the Spirit, amen. Amen. To Pastor Ronald Gill, amen. amen. Thank you for that wonderful introduction, amen. And I felt it from your heart, amen. And then to this big brother of mine, in the gospel, amen. As one of our brothers say, he say, Either he has a big heart or it's swole. Amen. What a man of God. Amen. Will feed you. He can't give me his shirt off his back. I don't think I can fit it. But um, If he could, he'd give me that as well. Amen. And I've been loving this brother for a long time. Even when he didn't love me. Amen. But see, time will make a change, Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. <laughs> amen. And to these other God talkers, amen. These powerful men of God. Amen. And also to uh to Pastor, where he at back? I know he's in there. Pastor Henderson, amen. Hey, New, new mountain? Yes, sir. Amen. New mountain. Up on the hill at 39th in Brooklyn. Amen. What a man of God. Amen. And to these other God talkers, amen. Just good to see you all, brethren. Amen. In the house of the Lord. And to these three towering churches, amen. To Zion Travelers, to New Zion, and to New Horizon. God bless y'all and it's so good to see you all. Amen. And to the first lady of Zion Travelers, she's just such a sweetheart and been so kind and come over and visited us with the rest of Zion Travelers on last week. And we had a Holy Ghost good time, didn't we, New Zion? Amen. Amen. And also to my lovely wife. Amen. 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 The peach in my heart, the apple of my eye. Oh, yeah. Praise his holy name amen amen to all the officers members and visitors good afternoon
0: amen
1: i'm just already feeling real good because if it was cool it would be warm after pastor gill got through with us amen amen but i got a little bit of a word for y'all today amen amen and if y'all would uh be so kind and so sweet today to go with me to the second book of Samuel, chapter 6. The second book of Samuel, chapter 6. Amen. When you have it, please say amen. Amen. you
2: get real close, brother.
1: Oh, oh Here we go.
2: Real close. Here we go. Yes. All right. <laughs>
1: Praise his holy name. Well, let us turn our attention and shine the sermonic spotlight on verse 16. Right. Amen. 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 Verse 16. And would everyone please stand for the reading of God's word? Amen. 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 Second Samuel chapter 6. Starting at verse 16. Sixteen, we find these words. Now, as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw King David leaping and whirling before the Lord, and she despised him in her hearts. And if you would, fast forward to verse 20. Verse 20, then David returned to bless his household. And Michael, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David. And she said, how glorious was the king of Israel today uncovering himself today in the eyes of the maids of his servants as one of the base fellows shamelessly uncovers himself. So David said to Michael, it was before the Lord who chose me instead of your father and all his house. To appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord, over Israel. Therefore, I will play music before the Lord. And I will be even more undignified than this, and will be humble in my own sight. But as for the maidservants of whom you have spoken, by them I will be held in honor. Therefore, Michael, the daughter of Saul, had no children to the day of her death. I don't know about you, saints, but that just sent some chills All right. through my body.
0: Yeah.
1: And if you would, for a few moments, I'd like to speak with you from the thoughts. The downfall of despising God's praise. The downfall of despising God. Praise. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. When I saw this text, I I was intrigued by what I saw here. And, and, And as I said, as I was reading, chills came over me for when I found the seriousness of praise and the seriousness of those who would hinder your praise. Before we begin to unpack these verses, let us put this in a context. First of all, Uzzah is dead. Uzzah is dead. For you Bible readers, you will already know why. But for those who don't, let me explain. Uzzah was a son of Abinadab. Abinadab was in Judah, Baal. And in Judah, Baal, the Ark of the Covenant was there. They were charged by David to help transport the Ark of the Covenant back to the city of David, Jerusalem, the city of David, Zion. They were tasked to do that. But along the way, as they were transporting it on a cart. The oxen stumbled. And Uzzah reached out to grab the Ark of the Covenant and touched this. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah and he died right there. The first thing we must realize is that God is so holy that God is not going to let any of us transgress against his law. Right. You may think you're getting away with something, yeah. but you're not. Yeah. The Old Testament, as Paul said, was for our admonition. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was for warning. It was for learning. It was as it would be the alerting to how God really thinks and operates. That's right. So we see that Uzzah and all of those who were with him, his brother, Ahio, for the most part, had God in mind. They were sincere in what they were doing, but do you know that you can be sincerely wrong? Now, I know in the hearing of those who are listening right now, There ought to be some wheels turning, trying to determine what is it that Uzzah did wrong. I mean, after all, they were transporting the Ark of the Covenant back to the city of David. What could have been wrong with that? I mean, after all, the oxen stumbled. I mean, we're in a fallen world, and I mean, even oxen can stumble sometimes. Right? Yeah. And here is Uzzah out of his heart and seeing the holiness of the ark of the covenant reaching out to keep it from falling. So what could have been wrong? God is so holy that God will uphold his law even though you are sincere in being wrong. Even though you are sincere in your unlawful act, God will still uphold his law so when we think back on the songs that say if loving you is wrong then I don't want to be right you might want to think about that a little bit because there are some sincere people who can have some dire consequences to live wrong so our text allows us to see that Uzzah is now dead and the reason why can I teach right here for a bit? the reason why Uzzah is dead is because the very act of transporting the ark of the covenant was all wrong from the beginning God's requirements was not that the ark of the covenant be transported by carts. Yeah. The reality is, is that that cart was a Philistine method,
2: yeah.
1: not an Israelite yeah, method.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The Bible lets us know that the law made it clear that they were supposed to carry it by poles. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. And not anybody was supposed to put their hands on it. That's right, that's right. But they must be from the tribe. Of Levi. Now, there's a problem here because they didn't do it the way God prescribed. And that's dangerous even for the contemporary church. Because remember, the Old Testament is for our admonition. God still has a way that He wants His work conducted. But we got in it and everybody coming up with their own ideas and their own schemes yeah. but see the problem is since we're in the grace dispensation we think we're getting away with something oh, no, no, no. but the bible lets us know in Peter that the ones of the old testament times of Noah that they were doing everything that they wanted to do because the divine judgment was being held back All right. it didn't say it was being erased But it was being held back until the appointed time and then it began to rain. There are some who it looks like they're getting away with doing God's business any old kind of way for now. But there's coming an appointed time and it's going to rain. But it's not going to be water like before, but it's going to be fire. And the elements are going to be burned up. So this text allows us to see that we need to be precise in the way that we handle God's business. God is a precise God. And he doesn't want any negligence when it comes to handling the business of the Lord. But let's look at the text because in the context, once us are dying, things got crazy.
2: Yeah. Now
1: you know things get crazy when folks start dying, don't you? Yeah. Sometimes God has to come through the contemporary church congregation. Because folk don't want to do right. They don't want to do things God's way. They want to use God's house as a method of getting away with stuff they want to get away with. And God has to send a death angel too. And then all of a sudden folks start dropping off like flies. But when that happens, it shakes us up my, my, my. and it starts us to look back and try to figure out what is thus saith the Lord? Yes. What did he say to us and how do we get aligned with him so we don't find ourselves six foot under the ground? All right. All right. So our text allows us to see that then when they got all nervous and, and messed up, they dropped off the, co- the the Ark of the Covenant at Obed-Edom's house, mm-hmm. the Givites. And the text says that the whole house of Obed-Edom was blessed. Now, it's important to realize that Obed-Edom wasn't an Israelite. All right. He was a Givite. Right. And being a Givite allows us to see that God has there, we have no uh, hold on God. We don't, we don't have any parameters to put around God in whom he's the blessed. Sometimes we try to mark out folks who ain't going to get blessed and who ain't going to get this and who ain't going to get that. But God can bless whoever he wants to, whenever he wants to, for whatever reason he wants to, because God is sovereign. So to give out, amen, God bless his whole family. But then time went on. And so now they've had the opportunity again to bring the Ark of the Covenant to the house Of the Lord. They've had a chance to bring it to the city of David. And so here now we find our scripture text. They've entered in. Now they're at the city of David. And now the ark of the Lord came into the city of David. And Michael, Saul's daughter. That's important, y'all. Looked through a window and saw King David leaping and whirling before the Lord. And she had despised him in her heart. In the context of this text, we find in verse 14 that David was wearing a linen ephod. Now when you don't really understand God, when you don't really understand the things of God, you will make the mistake of despising that which should be praised. All right. All right. Of rejecting that which should be worshiped. All right, all right. Now, look at the text. It says that Michael was Saul's daughter. Now, we know the situation here that the house of Saul has been what? Cut Cut off. Because that house didn't do right in the first place.
0: All right.
1: And now God has replaced. Yeah. See Saul got to the point That he still had the appointment But he didn't have the anointment yeah. But now what has happened Is that the appointment And the anointment has changed yeah. And now it's all over David
0: yeah.
1: But there's still Them folks from the old house hanging, cool. around hanging around Pastor the balloon They around. still Like to hang around, hang around. And so Michael's still hanging around. around. She got a name that says that she's David's wife, but in her heart, she is a stranger. And you know, there's folks sometimes, Pastor Baloo, who's in the congregation, and they got a name that says member, New Zion, member Zion travelers, member New Horizons, but they're really strangers. God has brought in a new thing And they have missed it Because they weren't connected with him From the first place So we look at our text And we see that Michael Didn't have good sense. She was bougie She was persnickety She was propped up But the worst thing of all She didn't have God's spirits yeah, yeah. Because if she had, she would have been down there with David in the first place. Because look at the text. The text says that Michael saw his daughter song. look through a window. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's she doing look. looking through a window? And saw King David. Why was she down there yeah. where her husband was? Why was she all back there looking through a window? Because she was bougie. She didn't want to be down there with the common folks. Not understanding that she was lower than them because her household had been cut off. She was really riding along for the ride. She was a freeloader because if it had not been for the good kindness of David, he could have had her killed. Now sometimes we got to realize where we at. Sometimes we start to get puffed up And we start to believe our own clippings And start to think we're better Than what we really are We better get back to the basics Of Romans 3 and 23 And realize that all have sinned And not y'all have sinned Of the glory, hey, hallelujah And falling short of the glory of God There is none righteous, no, not one But let us get back to our text She looked through the window when she should have been down there with her husband and she saw him leaping. Huh? She saw him whirling. I like David. I know he know how to praise the Lord. But she was so tied up and tangled up that all she could do is look down there and because she refused to praise the Lord herself that her own heart the issues of her heart came out. Oh, my, my. She despised him in her
0: house
1: because she wasn't of the house. My, my, my. Don't feel bad, y'all. When you shouting and praising God, you spinning around, you doing your dance, and that folks sitting there looking at you, Cock-eye, Let them go head on because they ain't of the house in the first place. Am I right about it? Hey, can I get an man up in here? So you keep standing up, and you keep spinning, and you keep praising the Lord. Come on. And you even put on your linen ephod. Watch this, y'all. Remember in verse 14 that he had on the linen ephod? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The linen ephod was the apparel of the priest. Yeah, all right. Hallelujah. But he had gotten out of his royal garb of the king
0: Yeah.
1: and got in his place as priest. Yeah. You know, David plays roles as a type of priest and king. Yeah. But see, when you don't know the Lord, come on, yeah. you will get all messed up when Pastor Baloo switches gears. Yeah. When he switches gears to pastor the priest, you'll get all messed up. Because yeah. you're like looking and saying, what is he doing? Why is he doing like that? Why is he coming out of his coat? Why is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But That's if you don't know the Lord. Because when you know the Lord, you realize that you gotta bow down and worship Him. You realize that you gotta praise Him with all that you have. And when you realize that you also are priestly, Peter says, we are a... I got some Bible readers up in here and a holy nation. So we gotta get... In between God and the people. We got to get in between God and the people. And show them what it's like to be a citizen of the kingdom of God. That's what praise is. When the unbeliever or those who are playing church are sitting there and not understanding what's going on, when you're in your praise mode and you're turning around and running like David, you are being an ambassador for God and you are showing folks what it's like to be a kingdom citizen because you are not of this kingdom, but your kingdom is from a faraway place. And because you are an ambassador, you're in this place praising the Lord and showing them what a citizen of God. Because there is a king, a king of king and a lord of Lord who has a kingdom that is not of this world. Hallelujah. But as we continue in our text we move over to verse 20. Things get even more serious. Then David returned to bless his household. Now look at David. Now see that's a man after God's own heart. David know he had some fakers and shakers in his house. He knew he had some folks that wasn't real. You can't live with folks day in and day out and not discover whether or not they with God or not. Oh, it will show. Especially at night and when everybody else is gone and the fanfare and the lights have gone off. Then you can see how people really are. See, that's some folks that can shake and faith during the daytime, on Sunday morning. But hey, when you meet them on Wednesday in the middle of the day, after they done got a few days in of work, are they still the same holy, bless the Lord, or are they cussing and cursing his name? All right, all right, all right. See, what David knew is that Michael needed a blessing like everybody else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But she didn't understand. It. So he's come back to bless his household but Michael, because she didn't have the Lord with her, and it once again points out the daughter of Saul, cut off, freeloading, came out to meet him. <laughs> yeah. Should have been down there praising the Lord with her, but now she come out and said, how glorious. Now see. Mm. Here we go. Go ahead.
2: Preach yeah, yeah. See how haters do, yeah.
1: especially in the church. Yeah. See how haters do. And church players learn the lingo. And they learn how to insult you with holy words. All right. All right. Look, look, look at the text. <laughs> how glorious was the king of Israel today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uncovering himself today in the eyes of the maid servant, of his servant. And one of the base fellows shamelessly uncovers himself. So now she's starting to poke at him and starting to look at his praise and starting to become indignant about him. But I love how David handles her. And that's how you got to handle your detractors too. Don't let them stop your praise. Don't let them hinder your praise. I see too loud. Oh my God, why she got to yell like that? Oh, and why she run up and down? Look at him. Look at him. He's out of his coat and he's running out the door. It don't take all that. Ah, you don't know what it takes for me to praise the Lord. Because you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what valleys I've been through. You don't know what mountains I've fallen off. So you can step back and let me praise the Lord. So when we look at this text, we see that she starts all of that. And then in verse 21, so David said to Michael, it was before the Lord. Before see, the Lord. there it is right yeah,
0: there.
1: See, yeah, folks, yeah. that can't see. Like 2 Corinthians 4 and 4 says, they yeah. have been blinded yeah. by the God of this world.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They can't tell that you're before the Lord because they can't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you see all this going on, don't even listen to that nonsense. Go on, praise the Lord. they blind and they need sight. They need that amazing grace, how sweet the sound, that saved a wretch like me. I was once blind, but now I see. So look at the text. Let's look at the text. When we look down here, he said, who chose me instead of your father? And all his house. Now he let her know, hold on, sister. Remember that it was your household that got caught off. Yeah, and remember that the only reason why you're here is because of my goodly kindness. Because you do know that the new king has the right to kill everything and everybody in the old kingdom. Am I right about it? Do I got some Bible readers in here? There have been times when God has sent his people To overtake a place and he said kill everything. Everything. Not just the people, but the animals and everything else around. Kill it all. Because he wanted to get out the unclean thing. So we look at our text and we see that he's bringing back to her remember some things. That she needs to remember.
0: Remember.
1: She needs to remember that God appointed him to be ruler over the people of the Lord over Israel which her father used to be and that's key term used to be because he didn't do right in the sight of the Lord but then we go on and we see therefore I will play music before the Lord Pastor Blue, you got to keep on playing your music. Don't let nobody, Ooh, Pastor Blue, too loud. Oh, I don't know why he got to do all that. Oh, he done done this, and he, look at him. Look how he's going across them keys. You keep on doing it. I wish I could do it, because i do it with you. But you know what? Pastor Blue understands how music fits in the praise experience yeah, yeah. and how God blesses that kind of praise. Yeah. Amen. And so we look at our text and we're going to finish up here. Amen. Amen. Because I don't kept y'all too long. Verse 22 and 23. Woo. Lord have mercy. And I will even more in, undignified than this. I will, I, I will get worse. Yeah, yeah. You ain't seen nothing yet, sister. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's saying. He's saying, you think I was bad down there in the linen yeah, yeah, ephod? Hey, I might not even have that on. you better watch it. So he said, I don't care about the kind of stuff you're talking about because I know where I stand in the presence of my
2: Lord.
1: I know what kind of man I've been and how wretched and undone I've been and God has been gracious to me and now he's made me king. Oh, yeah. I'm going to show enough be undignified, and you should be too. We have a story, each one of us of our lives, on where we have been. When I look back at my own life, I see how wretched undone I was. I wanted to be a massive thief. I wanted to be a thief on a big scale. I wanted to steal big stuff like caterpillars and stuff like that. But God, I love the two words that when I was on my way, but God, He stopped me right where I was. I wanted to go left, but he made me to go right. And so for this, I give him praise. So when we look at the text, we realize that she was messed up in her thinking. But David was on track. And David said he'd get even crazier for the Lord knowing where he once was and now he is. God has taken him from the backside of the field and brought him to the palace. Yeah. See, God can do that. He can take you from pauper oh, yeah. to prince yeah. anytime he gets ready. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it all starts with praise. praise. So when we look at our text, we see that he went on and told her, But as for the maidservants of whom you have spoken, by them I will be held in honor. See, God's got a way of bringing some folks alongside you when the detractors are there scandalizing your name and calling you everything but a child of God. He got some folks that'll come alongside. That's all right, Pastor. Everything's going to be all right. When you dance, I'm going to dance with you. And you know what? I like how you dance. And I respect how you dance because God has been good to you and he's been good to me. Ain't that right, church? Amen. So as I close, we look down here and we see that because Michael was so bougie and so disrespectful of the things of God because she didn't understand, because she went up against God's man, yeah. the text says the daughter of Saul had no children to the day of her death. Yeah,
2: that's right,
1: that's what it says. Remember that David has the role of king. And priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in his kingship, he was a pastor. And he was anointed and appointed by God. All right. The downfall of despising God's praise oh, yeah. even sets itself forth when you come against God's anointing. God says, touch not mine anointed. Do my prophet no harm. God is not going to let folks come and just do and treat Pastor Baloo, you any old kind of way. I know sometimes you want to cry because of the way folk talk, and they do, but that's all right. God's got your back. And for every leader who's trying to do the will of God and to take God's people from one place to another, from a place of darkness to light, from a place of despair to glory to praise, God is still in that business and you can depend on God to take you where you need to go and so when I look at this text and I think about how my detractors sometimes talk about me sometimes they say to me you know you dress real funny. Your suits don't fit right. And you ought to be driving this or you ought to be driving that. Why are you wearing them kind of shoes? They look a little run over. Why don't you get some alligators or why don't you get some better rain? I don't have to worry about the talk that they're talking because I know who I am. And, nice. and you know what? When they start talking about you and how you dress and what you wear and what you drive and where you work, He's giving the hand Because the elbow is not listening You keep on doing What God has for you to do In the place where you're doing it Because when I think about The goodness of the Lord And all That he's done